Cynic Empowerment. Last time on Cynic Empowerment. Like it was missing all of its legs. I like that. I like that. I like that in a cat. Whoop, whoop, whoop. When his nose runs, he can't breathe even more. His nose will run like the blood of the homeless people sitting on the spiker. And the, on the bench peacock, he can it bugs you in the butt. They put him on an island in the South Pacific. It's, it's a business. It's a money-making opportunity. Welcome, everybody. This is Cynic Empowerment. My name is Jimmy Horn. And I'm Tim Carpenter. Welcome, everyone, to our extra special episode of Meta Theater. We're going to be discussing communication in our communicative podcast stylings. It's pretty Damn, great. that's deep. So, yeah, talking about talking, you know, and in particular, about cell phones. About talking into a little rectangle. Little rectangle you keep close to your genitals at all times, just in case you need it. And just in case you uh, you accidentally forget to take your birth control and you realize, hey, I'm impotent because I have this little thing emitting radiation against my balls. That, that's my long con. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I don't wear condoms. I just keep a cell phone on at all times. Yep. Is that why one of my balls is like the size of a raisin? <laughs> <laughs> maybe i don't know jesus okay. i'm just gonna assume that that's the case i mean i do keep it in my left pocket so i, did, I didn't know system. that was something that you had no i guess it'd be useful for jujitsu <laughs> what just in case somebody tries to meet me in the balls <laughs> yeah it'd be harder to nut you if you had raisin balls yeah <laughs> yeah this is actually an advantage i'm gonna look at it that way yeah uh, isn't that things brought to you by cynic empowerment that's why heavy lifter whatever people they do the steroids so their balls shrink so they'll be better fighters that's right it makes their uh it makes their legs have more space to grow it gives them more skin exactly yeah you don't want to overstretch that skin uh that would be certainly bad because there's only a limited amount of skin on the body similar to the way that there's only a, a limited amount of wave space (laughs) <laughs> exactly spectrum waves which spectrum waves that's right so of course it goes without saying but i'll say it again anyways here on cynic empowerment we offer you only the highest quality of information all of it is 100 percent factual i think this little spiel gets a little more confident each time it, it's like you're actually starting to believe it i i think i do i think i do quote us Quote us, quote us, quote us all the time. In general conversation, if you had a boring-ass party and you need to bring up a boring-ass type of conversation, then here you go. That's it. Here it is. If you are writing a doctoral thesis and you need some primary sources, got you covered. That's us here on Cynic Empowerment, working for you, our faithful listeners. It's it's like one of what one of my favorite orators said that if you repeat a lie often and loud enough, it will become truth. You're, who who said that? I'm pretty sure Hitler said that. <laughs> Our favorite orator right here, sponsored by Hitler. Thanks, Hitler. Mm-hmm. Appreciate that. Okay, so let's get into the nitty gritty. See what we got here today. So. The reason why we're talking cell phone providers and planned obsolescence, I had a, a little bit of a mishap. Not too oh, long. did ye? I, I did. And it seems that not having a cell phone for a week is actually not so bad. 
Oh, yeah, I guess it makes sense. We, I mean, we didn't have cell phones for until the last 15, 20 years or so. So, yeah, it seems I like guess longer. it makes sense. It seems like a lot longer. Like, I remember messing around with the, like, some of the, the first generation of tinier phones, like the, the Nokias. You know, the oh, Nokia. you mean back in the day when the thing wasn't about having a huge screen? It was just how small you can make a phone. That's what all the cell phone providers are doing. Yeah. Just, how small can we make this little thing? If we make it the size of a thumbnail, maybe people will buy more of them. Yeah, and they, they did for a little bit. I mean, that was all the rage. That was what it was about in the 90s. Uh, and I had like a little um, – well, I, I didn't have one. It was my mom's. We only had one cell phone. Family cell phone. It was a little Nokia, and I always wanted to borrow it so that I could play Snake on it. <laughs> it great. It's a worthwhile endeavor. Yeah, and I would get my Snake so long. It was so good. I would eat all the little pixels. One thing I can say that was good about old school shitty cell phones is that the battery would last for a month without charging it because it couldn't do anything. Yeah, it's such low power. Like there, there was absolutely no computing going on. There. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was. That's probably the most amazing feature of, of them by far. Yeah. When they started putting cameras on phones, everybody was going ape shit about it. Oh my god, it's the greatest thing, actually. If if I can, I, I think that that's probably one of the most important aspects of cell phones today. Yeah, dick pics. Yeah, if you if you uh, are out there shopping for a new phone, chances are you're going to take the camera into account just about as much as you would the phone quality. Like Ain't nobody body want no blurry ass dick pics. <laughs> yeah, it, like your like your uh, your iPhone 10s, for example, like those things are have a ridiculous camera in them. Like you, you could probably like shoot a movie on it. It's pretty great. That's true. I, uh, some YouTube channels are basically just shit shot with smartphones. Yeah. So so clear a picture, so sharp, cut you right in the eyeball. Pretty great. Um. Anyways, so yeah, I uh, I had a phone that I had had uh, kept on my person, my uh, left pocket, every day for the past five years, which. It's a long time for a cell phone. Exactly. It's a relatively long time for a cell phone. It's only supposed to last like two years. I try to to keep it in pretty good condition, uh, but I didn't do quite good enough. I was planning to have that thing until the day I died. Wow. I was just going to try to carry it on through. You know, We're we're going to the next life together. Okay. And uh, I put like a little case on it so that if I I dropped it, it would just like lightly bounce, wouldn't just completely destroy all the innards. I had a – one of those um, like little like vinyl kind of covers that goes over the screen. So oh, screen protector. Oh yeah, one of those. <laughs> we have a, there's a word for that, Tim. You don't have to describe it. it. It has plastic. a name. <laughs> little windshield thing. Uh, it, it's like a windshield, but instead of going on the car, it's on the screen. But it's not made of glass. It's real thin, so you can still touch it. You won't touch it. But you're not really touching it. You're just touching the plastic. Yeah, so when I would scratch the shit out of my phone, instead I'd be scratching my screen protector. There you go. <laughs> Integrated that well enough. So I, I held on to it for a while. Didn't have dust covers, though. And I feel like that was what fucked me up in the end. Because my pockets are filthy. Absolutely disgusting. There's all kinds of like sediment and like wet stuff that's getting into my phone through the jacks. And I tried to put one of my charging port or like my little uh, my charger, tried to put it in the port 
and I fucking ruined it. I like broke it all to pieces. Yeah, just destroyed it. So can't charge my phone means I can't use my phone anymore. I went and I, I took it to one of the many little uh, like pop up. I, I don't even know what you call them. I guess they're like cell phone repair stores, but mostly they're just like fanboy iPhone accessory stores. Yeah, it, it, if it's an Apple store, that's definitely what it is. It's it's definitely a fanboy accessory store. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, here's a new case you can buy. Here's What like... do they call the assholes that work there? iGeniuses or something stupid? What? <laughs> the people that work at Apple stores, I'm pretty sure their job title's an iGenius. iGenius. It's something, they something dumb. The, they've got, like, pitchforks in on one hand and these little, like, tails with a spade on the end of it. It's pretty weird. Just a little bit odd. And they're all red. Wait, wait, why Why are they what? dressed like little, little devils? Little devils, because they work for fucking Apple. Oh, yeah, that's fair. I'll, I'll allow it. Uh, eh, it was, I reached. It was a stretch. Doing your yoga this morning, Tim, I see. Yeah. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> yeah, so I went to the store and uh, walk up to the counter. There's nobody in the store. Like, if I wanted to, if it wasn't for the cameras that were, like, all around this room, it was, like, 8 by 10. Like, a real tiny little thing. But there were three cameras watching me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tells I eight. I could have walked in the store. I could have cleaned off one of the walls of all these like accessories and gadgets and gizmos, put them in like a little baggie and just walked out the door because there was nobody in there. So I wait just a second. I'm like, hello? Like, is there anybody in the store? Hello? Can you help me? Hello? Like, a little bit of rustling in the bag. Like, <laughs> like somebody is like climbing their way out of 10 day old pizza boxes. <laughs> and, uh, I hear this guy. I was like, I'll, I'll be with you in just a moment. I'm like, okay, okay. I'm, I'll wait. So I fucking waited and he pops out and I, he doesn't look like any different from an average Joe. I wouldn't be able to tell whether or not this was actually someone that worked there or if it's somebody that went into the store just like me, noticed it was unmanned, decided they needed a new purpose in life and just <laughs> got behind the counter. Okay. Looked like the exact same thing. A guy was wearing like a little like plaid shirt. It was unbuttoned. And he had like a black t-shirt on underneath that. He was wearing jeans. Like he did have like a little lanyard that had like a little card around. Oh, that's neck. how you know he's legit. That's it. Yeah, he's it's got the lanyard. He's got the little pass card. Okay. So I'm like, all right, man. Um, my phone's busted. And I like hand it to him. He's like, well, what's wrong with it? And I'm like, well, I can't charge it. I think I broke the charging port. He's like, okay, I'll go take a look at it. And he goes back. And I hear some more like rustling with like the pizza boxes. And he comes back later and he's like, yeah, your, your phone's shot. Like, I can't charge it. I'm like, yep, I knew yep, that. That's what I just fucking told you, asshole. That's literally, I said, my phone doesn't charge. Fix it. You went, looked at it, came back, said, yep, doesn't charge. Thanks. Mm -hmm. Yep, got it. And then he noticed that there was like a couple of other things that were broken with it that I didn't really care that much about. Uh, and then he has this very well rehearsed, like, uh, you know, how about you just buy another one? I, <laughs> well, he started out with your phone's old. <laughs> oh, thanks. He's like, you got a, you got an older generation phone here. Like, yeah, I kind of knew that if five years old, it's old, right? <laughs> yeah. What other, what other piece of technology gets old that quickly? Uh, computers. I guess computers get old pretty quickly. Yeah. They, they get dated because of, uh, what? processors and memory right yeah and then also updates which i guess is similar with phones well the, but the updates we'll, we'll get to that later that's oh, we'll get to it 
that's some that's some stuff. So he tells me my phone's fucking old. I'm like, okay, fine. You know, I I, I know that. He's like, I can fix the, the charging port and the other broken shit on it for a uh, hundred dollars. Like, just like pulls a number out of his butt. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, a hundred dollars. He's like, yep. <laughs> that's that's, that's what how it much is. it costs. And I I, uh, I would be like, hold on just a second. And I go to reach to pull my phone out so that I can double check whether or not it should cost that much. <laughs> oh, yeah. Damn it. It doesn't work. <laughs> and I'm like, it's... fuck. He, he's got it behind the desk with him. It doesn't got me. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I was just like, oh, fuck it. I'm going to hold off. And I took my phone back out. Had to go back home, like look up on my computer, you know, what, what exactly I can do about this. The phone, as it is, is worth less than $100 online. Sounds about right. Like, I probably could have bought another one and, and just, like, switched out the SIM card. But uh, I was like, ah, I might as well just buy a new one, right? Like, all yeah. the other phones that are even a generation behind this, the newest one have way better specs in every capacity. And I'd be paying roughly the same amount, depending on the plan I go with. Some of the plans will prorate the phone, of course, mm. you know, based on how many years of a contract you're going to sign your your life away into uh, but yeah it was just a it was a big mess and now i am cell free for a whole week and it feels great feels great well mm-hmm. there we go end of the end of the episode everyone just throw away your fucking phones to be happier you might not be able to listen to the podcast because a lot of you probably listen to the podcast on your phones but you're welcome this is our gift to you just throw Did it I- in the fucking trash you won't yep. be as cynical. Silver lining, you actually don't need a phone. It's pretty great. Bring back the payphone. Bring back the payphone. Payphone. Remember yeah. people's number. How about that? Hmm? Oh my god. Actually, you can fix so many cognitive problems in your life if you just get rid of your cell phone. Like I've noticed that my memory has gotten better. Bullshit. I'm calling bullshit. Nope. It's gotten better. I've forced what myself the- to have to remember certain things. Because like, what? What's phone. something you've had to remember in the past week that normally you would have just relied on your cell phone? My wife's cell phone number. Yeah, but is that improved memory or is that just something that you literally had to do? Like, you get what I'm saying? I think well, you had the capacity to do it before. You just didn't have to. That's okay. not necessarily improved memory. Granted, that is probably a bit of an overstatement to say that I have a better memory now because I don't have a whole lot of controls to go off of and my memory was already shit. So maybe I just have fewer distractions. Okay. I think, I think that's probably fair to say, like I don't have something to constantly suck up all of this boredom that I just naturally produce. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. If if your brain goes, I'm bored, you can't just whip out your phone and start going through Reddit. That's not an option. I uh, was walking around in the mall yesterday, not my preferred place to go, but you know, some people love to go there, and I love to be with those people, so might as well. And uh, Seems reasonable. Yeah, I, w- I was walking around just, like, watching people. Because normally, I'd probably have a phone in one hand, and anytime this person wanted to go into a store that I didn't want to go into, I'd just be like, all right, I'll just sit out here on the couch. They got a nice little couch here. It's not even a bench. It's an actual fucking couch. It's a fucking couch. And, like, sprawling out, laying down, like you know, playing a little game or like watching a YouTube video. Or something. Oh shit. There's a free download for steak at the app store. Fuck. Yeah. What? <laughs> game never gets old. It's pretty great, but I didn't have my phone. I couldn't do that. I couldn't, you know, run away into my little like fairy tale digital mind. Yeah. So I just watched other people 
And at one point, we were walking through uh, one of the major thoroughfares, and like nine out of ten people were on their phones. Like I made eye contact with maybe one person, which I guess is kind of awkward to make eye contact with people in general these days. Yeah. Is that is that a weird thing? You're not supposed to do that? eye contact with people. I think you can make eye contact. I think the issue is maintaining it. So if you make eye contact and look away... It's it's excusable, but if you make eye contact and you maintain it, now you're a fucking serial killer. You just walk up to them, you're like five inches away from their face, like, I'm going to maintain this eye contact yeah. as long as it takes. Yeah, if your head just keeps tilting as they're walking past you and you just keep following them, you're probably yeah. a serial, serial killer. Absolutely, but then they get uncomfortable and to distract themselves, you just see like this, this little uh, candy bar shaped item just float right up into their field of view so that they don't have to look at me and bada bing bada boom they're on their cell phone everybody was on their cell phone yeah it was ridiculous yeah i mean i'm sure i've looked like that before to people but i think malls are literally just safe spaces for people to walk around and stare at their cell phones without fear of getting ran over by cars i think that's their sole purpose for existing yeah. Just when someone has the feeling that, hey, I really just want to walk around and stare at my phone. Aha, uh-huh, I'll go to the mall. Go to the mall. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you don't have to buy anything. It's well lit. Um, there's, there's food there. If I get yeah. hungry while I stare at my phone and walk around. That's right. That's exactly how it works. Uh, but suffice it to say, everybody got a cell phone. Like, everybody. Not to not to be disparaging of homeless people, as we have done many times before here on Cynic Empowerment, but... I've seen a lot of homeless people with cell phones. Yeah, if you, you know, get get that Wi-Fi connection. Yeah, you can do a lot I mean, of shit. That is technically the cheapest way to ensure that you have internet access, like wherever you go. As long as you can gain entry into a Starbucks or you know, some other type of coffee store, you could probably just hop on their internet, you know, via your cell phone. Yeah, you don't even have to go inside. You can just sit outside. And then you got your own little like uh, your Facebook gathering groups. Telling you where all the good tips are, so you can like you know run down to the corner and make sure you're ready for the traffic rush. If uh, somebody's holding a sale on uh, ripped up boxes and permanent marker, god damn it, you can be right there, ready to grab it up. Pretty good, pretty good stuff. But everybody's got them. Everybody's got them. So if you do some very basic math and you say, okay. How much does a cell phone cost? How much does uh, a service uh, package cost? And then you apply that based on how many people there are. (laughs) Chances are you can come up with an astronomically large number in the billions. Absolutely. Billions. We're just talking about like singular companies. I I was uh, was reading uh, one of the articles that you sent me uh, that said T-Mobile, I believe it was, made over like $5 billion dollars. In uh, in net profit, <laughs> just like a, a ridiculous number. It's a lot of dollars. It's a lot of dollars. It would dollars. it would be too heavy to pick up. That's how many dollars it is. That that is a good problem to have. Like <laughs> either yeah, it, it it's ridiculous. It's it's way too much money to pick up. Like that that's a like a couple of pallets worth of dollars. I, I think. There should be a cap on how much money someone's allowed to own, and the cap is however much money you're able to pick up. If you can't, if you can't lift it, you shouldn't Hell be yeah. allowed to own it. As someone who regularly trains deadlift, I agree with this sentiment. Yeah, I don't. Honestly, I don't know. If you had it in hundreds, I don't even know how much money I could pick up. I would. I'd give it my all. That's for damn sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
it, I mean, it, that depends on what your salary cap is. You man. just, you just but, see all these CEOs just all become fucking deadlift fucking weightlifters instead of these <laughs> decrepit 80-year-old men that just look <laughs> like fucking uh, uh, war crime victims from yeah. World War II that yeah. are just somehow just still alive, just evil reeking from their decrepit bodies they're all mr burns yeah well well, speaking of of profits uh, this is kind of a weird segue but if you look at the debt of a lot of these companies it's also also astronomical so t-mobile is the one that you gave me as an example of seven billion dollars in profit right yeah okay so they have 30 billion dollars in debt so (laughs) is it really profit if well, you're that deeply indebted? Well, it depends on what kind of control you have over your debt. Like if you have uh, if you have your collectors knocking on your door every single day, like pay up, pay up, pay up, then maybe you might be in trouble. But if you've already cornered a market that you're in a race to corner, then maybe it's going to be worth it because you can easily turn over uh, you know, two to five billion dollars every year after that fact even though you're probably accumulating interest at almost a, a similar rate. But once you have the space, once you have uh, the airspace and the towers and the real estate, then what else is there more for you to uh, acquire other than expensive marketing campaigns so that you can beat out all the other fucks that are doing the exact same thing? That's true. One thing I think is really evil. Well, do I say silver linings for your, your story besides the, uh, you don't need a cell phone. We'll survive. The, the, well, the, this I think the silver lining there is that, uh, yeah, you absolutely can survive without a cell phone. It's a little bit empowering, albeit a little quieter. And that's not always a good thing. Quieter can be good, I guess, as long as you have a, a sound uh, inner dialogue that isn't <laughs> bad. Because, <laughs> you know, if we have anything here on Cynic Empowerment, yeah. it is a sane, sound inner dialogue yeah. <laughs> the thoughts that i have when it's silent and it's just me are they're great yep. great thoughts yep the best yep. totally fine <laughs> bigly thoughts uh, oh jeez. <laughs> so i think one of the things that so i was talking about this with my girlfriend last night i think one of the things that is most obnoxious or, or awful about cell phones aside from the price of the initial cell phone because cell phones are outrageously priced especially when you look at things such as the iphone x which is a thousand dollars for a phone which statistically is only supposed to last for two years is fucking outrageous Wait, uh, so that that's fucking horrible two years Two years, yeah. So statistically, phones are only supposed to last two years. What? Yeah, they're designed to last two years. Designed? Yes. <laughs> Planned. <laughs> Obsolescence. Yeah. Not yeah. Good. That's not a good thing. It it's not a good thing. It's shit. But it should be outright illegal, and I think that it is in a lot of countries. No, it's illegal in one country <laughs> that just, I know is it of. Just France. Just France, yeah, because so so France and so a lot of countries have held legal actions against iPhone. So everyone probably has heard this at this point, is that iPhone, their batteries die. Well, not their batteries die. Their phones will die, basically. People notice their older phones just being complete shit after a while, just being essentially non-functional after having them after two years, more or less. This is a... 
roundabout number. And basically, it's been found out, it's been proven and shown that the software updates that are forced that you have to download have been slowing down people's phones uh, over time. And so United States and some other European countries have held legal actions against them. But the only place where planned obsolescence is actually illegal under the letter of the law is in France, which most recently had legal action against them in January. I believe that they're, uh, they were in the process. They, yeah. they haven't actually found them guilty, right? The group uh, alleged... I guess alleged and they're not guilty, right? Alleged is they're alleging. Yeah, there, there's not. Uh, so we did have the company issue a public apology in December. If it's apology, you're you're admitting guilt, <laughs> right? They're guilty, right? If you're apologizing, you're saying I'm sorry. We did it. Well, but they it's because they still had the argument that it wasn't explicitly to make the uh, the phones obsolete. So basically they're saying, yeah, we're doing it, but we're doing it for a good reason. Right. Exactly. Uh, like uh, like we were talking about earlier, that sometimes positively affects shareholders as well. So it's like we could be doing it to better affect the people who plan to profit off of this transaction. <laughs> yeah. So basically – so like we, Tim and I just said – the uh, the phones are designed to die due to planned obsolescence uh, in a, a two year span, just start slowing down and becoming shitty for and and they they've synchronized these slowing downs with whenever a new phone gets releases in hopes that you'll think to yourself, oh man, my fucking phone sucks now. I guess I gotta buy the iPhone 10. It's my only option. I has to do it. Yeah. And, and Apple's defense to all this malarkey fucking bullshit is well we're not slowing the phones down per se it's that the phones have lithium batteries so if we don't slow them down not slowing them down but making them function at a lower rate uh the batteries just won't last as long so we're actually doing you a favor oh thanks (laughs) thanks apple i love slow phone yep I, I absolutely positively adore it. I'd much rather have a slow phone that I can use for a long time because chances are I'm going to have to if it's slower. So might as well just up that battery life. No? Makes a lot of sense. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, Apple. You are the best. Oh, you're so good. Oh, thank you. So good. Very nice. I promise not to punish you in the future. Oh, we will have a revolution against this action, Mr. Apple. You shall not get away with this. <laughs> we French are principled people. Yeah, they are uh, principled people, and they certainly have the history to back it up. Yeah, they don't put up with shit. They set McDonald's on fire and all yeah. kinds of stuff. I, I like them. They'll fucking ruin you if you're a large company and you're doing bad things. I fucking hope so. Or or they'll just like lead a complaint and never follow through. <laughs> one or the other. Yeah, one or the other. Let's see what happens. You never know. I think I think what in order to, to do good is you gotta make sure that the people are behind it and those people, you know, those those yellow jacket protesters, they'll, they'll fuck you up, man. Yeah. They'll fuck you up. Yeah. Emmanuel Macron has uh, an iPhone. Of course he does, piece of fucking shit ass fucking ass fuck i'd be willing to bet that it's ass. probably one of the newer ones as well oh of course you can't you can't be seen out in public with with some iphone 5 
S, whatever, which is what I have. <laughs> Gosh, I would respect our public officials so much more if I saw them using like ancient devices. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like getting to work with a trebuchet, you know, like that kind of stuff. <laughs> Just one of those bicycles with a huge tire in the front and a tiny tire in the back. Yep, that's right. Like just biking it on in. Bike to work day on your big tricycle. I mean, I certainly want them to be efficient, so I don't fucking know. I yeah. I I don't know. Not the point. It's kind of like uh, you you know when you uh you have a, a mechanic that you work with and uh, you want them to be driving a jalopy because it's proof that they have good mechanical ability. Right, they can keep yep. it alive. They can keep something running. Yeah, I don't know if that necessarily follows through to public officials, but it's like, I don't know. They know how to use things wisely and take care of it, just like I hope they're taking care of the citizens they're responsible for. I don't know. Well, don't know. the the uh, previous president of Uruguay, which I can't think of his name right now, which makes me sad because I really like him. He's like a really cool dude. Did a lot of great things for for Uruguay. He drove an old jalopy and stuff and donated a lot of his income to poor and charities. And he's great. He's a good dude. Do you know the years? Um, The one previous to the current president. He just looks like a dumpy, middle-aged yep. Latino man. That's that's about, you got a little mustache? Yeah, that's yeah, him. Yeah, that's Jose Mujica. That guy is great. Yeah, cool. He, he drove a old jalopy, and yeah, so President's old jalopy's great. Great. It's a good sign of character. Respect it. Love it. Oh, it is a jalopy. It's a fucking old uh, beetle. Yes, that's why I liked it so much. Yeah, it's great. So good. <laughs> Any, I don't, I, it was totally unnecessary information, but it is, it's worth putting out there. Oh, he shunned the... He, he didn't take pension. There you go. He gave the money to something else. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, why are not more of our public officials like this... Right, they're all fucking millionaires anyway, so why are they taking public fucking money? Fuck them. Yeah, it's bullshit. Uh, so, of course, the, the shutdown recently ended, and uh, hopefully it's not going to rear its ugly head and return around the middle of this month. Uh, but something on that on that topic, uh, we, had, uh, we had Mark Warner, uh, which is um, one of the senators from the state of Virginia, come by our place of business the other day to discuss— some of the uh, the shutdowns, uh, like how, how it's but, affecting some everyday peoples. But you don't – wait, he came to your place of business? Our place of business, yeah. But you're not a government business. Yeah, we're, we're a private business. Why the fuck did they come to you? Because we make beer. What the – wait, what the fuck does your – like, I'm sorry, but – okay. <laughs> well, I just don't understand the – like, I guess I, – and I appreciate officials that take time out of their – Air quotes, busy work schedule to go and talk to the common person. Anyway, okay, whatever. Please yeah. continue. Well, no, I, I would like you to expand on that, Jimmy. It sounds I just, like you're on a roll. No, I just, I'm just <laughs> confused. Why specifically? Of okay, I gotta, I want to make sure I target people that are going to feel this message that were most affected by the crisis that need to have the information relayed to them so that way they understand that we're doing the best we can with the yep. circumstances. Oh, I'm gonna talk to these fucks that make beer. They really need to hear this message. I just well. Okay, so I don't I don't want to play the devil's advocate because I agree with you on a lot of points. Like, why the hell are they doing that rather than just like just working their ass off to end the shutdown? Right, or but, going to somewhere else, some rally of people that work for the government and talking to them. Well, that that's, being... they they brought a cohort of people with them to discuss it, and I, I think the idea was 
if you can get a couple of drinks in these folks, then they're more likely to be forthcoming with sensitive or personal information. Okay. Which is absolutely true. Like, I mean, like if you, if you give somebody a couple of pints, chances are they're going to be just a little bit more emotional than they would have been had they not drank those pints. Truth serum. Truth serum. Absolutely. So give them a couple of pints and they're all sitting around a table going on about how like the, the shutdowns affecting them and whatnot. And, uh, you know, Mark Warner is what? What the fuck? We went off the rails. What? What? What were we talking about? Wait, I thought we were talking about Mark Warner now. Yeah, we were talking about Mark Warner because we had discussed pension directly before that. That's yeah, we were talking right. about Uruguay. We were talking about Uruguay. So, uh, Mark Warner was developing a bill to make it more punitive that if the uh, if the shutdown were to occur again, yeah. then the only people who would not receive payment would be Congress. And the presidential office. I think that's great. I think that makes sense because ultimately they're the ones to be blamed, right? It's not the yep. fucking poor schmuck, the TSA agent. It's those assholes that are causing it. So why are the other people getting punished? That'd be hilarious. It's like, oh yeah, uh, Thomas Green, he works for the uh, the TSA. He has declared government shutdown. So yeah. <laughs> we are going to not pay that guy. That would make that would make sense. Would make sense because it's just one guy, and he gets paid like twenty thousand dollars a year. So since we're talking about government shutdown, <laughs> things affecting things, we're just going to keep going off the rails. Fuck cell phones, they're boring. Fuck so it. most recently, uh, I think within the, it was this past week, a TSA officer at the Orlando International Airport jumped off one of the balconies and one of the open areas of the airport. And killed himself with all the people just down below trying to get on airplanes. Holy fuck, why? I don't know. I mean, we did have a government shutdown recently. So if you combine some financial troubles with some maybe personal issues, maybe it might convince you to say, fuck it, I hate this job. I'm a TSA officer. I'm just going to kill myself in this fucking airport. Oh, jeez. I, obviously, I, I I don't know why. I don't think the, the reasons why have come about, but I, I can only as make some assumptions, which I'm doing. He's probably like, my cell phone bill is too damn high! Yep. Like Can't help. Oh, but what I was going to say, actually, when I was segueing about my girlfriend and I talking, is that, so, basically... Obviously not you, but lots and lots of millennials are still on their parents' family plans because from a price point perspective, it makes absolutely no sense to go on their own plan because it's exponentially more expensive. Yep. Yeah, it's very true. Like you can get uh, like four lines for a hundred bucks. Yeah. Um, in a lot of these plans. Uh, or one so, line for what, 80, 60 if you're unlimited? Oh, uh, like by by itself? Yeah. Yeah. For, for, for the most part. Uh, I think that's that's roundabouts what it costs. So stupid. So it, it is uh, substantially cheaper uh, to just stick on a, a group plan. So dumb. So why don't more people do that? Why don't more people do that? Because they don't have any family, Tim, you insensitive ass. <laughs> I don't know. Because their parents are mean and they say, you're on your own, kid. Fuck you. Well, why don't you just pay your, your family? <laughs> Well, the family says, no, we don't want to. We know you. We know you, Tim, Timmy, Tim Carpenter. We know you won't pay us back. You'll forget. Yep. Then we'll have to remind you. And nothing ruins family quicker than money. Yeah, having to constantly remind somebody that they owe you money. That's really obnoxious. That's the worst. Yeah. I don't, uh, 
I actually have a, um, a belief in that, that if you are going to lend someone money, don't expect it back, like just in general. So like if, if you have the money to be able to give somebody, then you also have the money to be able to loan it to them and vice versa. I, I guess that's true. But also uh, don't be a helpless person as we outlined in the previous episode. And if someone asks you for money once and you give it and they don't pay you back and they ask for money again, you don't, don't have to give it a second time. Yeah, don't give it to them. <laughs> I, I think that's that's certainly true. Um, but that would, that would be caught up in one of those circumstances where I do not have the money. I, I cannot afford continually giving all my money to one person. That's just simply not possible. Yeah. No can do. No can um, yeah. Unless they needed a cell phone plan. And if that's the case, I don't know. Maybe it's beneficial. Maybe I could uh, spend like 50 bucks on three lines or something stupid like that. Yeah, you could, you could be a, a cell phone daddy and just... Hell yeah. <laughs> Come get your cell phone plan right here. Come get your cell phone plan. I'm the cell phone daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take oh, care. Oh, I always wanted a cell phone daddy. <laughs> I never had a real dad. I'm right here. Have a hug. Have a hug. Mm-hmm. But you got to hug me. I'm sure. Sh- well, I'm shirtless only. No. Get over here. Get over here. Son of a bitch. Ooh. So cell phones. <laughs> Why are they so expensive, you may ask? Like the actual technology itself? Like the the hardware? Oh, yeah, I guess that too. I I was thinking more about the plans. Yeah, well, that, that's something we haven't quite discussed just yet. The, the internal components, you know, like where where this uh, where these resources are derived. Yeah, like Republic of the Congo. You know, there's yeah. a reason that all this uh, all this conflict is constantly stirring about that area of the world is there are natural resources there that are worth a lot of money to a lot of uh, special interest groups. Chinese and, people. Yeah. Well, whoever's making the phones, you know? China's the number one uh, investor in China. I mean, oh, God damn it. Well, obviously China's the number one <laughs> investor in China. China's the number one investor in Africa. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're buying up lots of real estate. Yeah. Uh, because they want all that, that sweet, sweet coltan. Yeah. All that good shit. All those rare fucking metals and shit that for whatever reason make better cell phones than other metals i don't fucking understand but they're important for some reason yeah it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to me Let's of course it make... does it we're fucking dollars we don't know shit about technology or the processing parts of fucking cell phone of course it doesn't make any fucking sense so coltan uh comes from that's tim's computing tim's basically just a dial-up computer (laughs) let's see colombia australia brazil china ethiopia mozambique so that's uh coltan is where we derive uh tantalum which is used to manufacture batteries for electric cars and tantalum capacitors in electronic products so has a uh, there you go has helped to uh, finance serious conflict from the Democratic Republic of the Congo, Yay. Uh, like the Ituri conflict and the Second Congolese War. Yay! So 1972 and 1998, ending in July 2003. And it's probably all actually in reality proxy wars funded by outside groups trying to obtain control of these rare minerals. Yay! Yeah, the there's something called a resource curse. Have you ever heard of that? Resource curse. It's called there's this curse. There was a Native American, uh his name was Resource, and he said 
that I'm not okay. I was gonna do an American Indian accent, but I can't. I'm not gonna do it. But pretty fantastic, <laughs> but also very sad. the The resource curse, also known as the paradox of plenty, refers to the paradox that countries with an abundance of natural resources, like fossil fuels, like minerals, tend to have less economic growth, less democracy and worse development outcomes than countries with fewer natural resources. Weird. Yeah, it's fucking weird. It's like all these outside forces just convene to try to take advantage of these countries and take them. It's like these places that have so, are so abundant with natural resources you think would be independently wealthy and be able to use their sovereignty to sell these resources in order to become extremely profitable and rich, but instead, nope, not yeah. the case. Not the fucking case. Absolutely not the case. You can even see that fucking shit in the United States with West Virginia, the largest uh, coal deposits yeah. in the country, but it's the, the poorest country. That's right. I mean, co- co- I mean poorest state. Yeah. Um, Great. See. Great shit. Uh, actually, yeah, it says right here, a study on coal mining in Appalachia suggests the presence of coal in Appalachian region has played a significant part in its slow pace of economic development. Best estimates indicate that an increase of 0.5 units in the ratio of coal revenues to personal income in a country is associated with 0.7 percentage point decrease in income growth rates. Well, it's just trash because a lot of these uh, companies that actually own the coal mining industries and businesses are incorporated in Ohio or in other states in the surrounding region. So yeah. basically all of that wealth leaves it because they're not paying the fucking coal miners shit or the people actually doing the work. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so these, the wealthy people that own the mineral rights, uh, or, uh, like if you look at the, um, the Dutch, uh, that, uh, originally colonized a lot of African countries, uh, it's the same thing that occurs. You know, you're paying tithes, uh, to your your lords and your kings, those people that that have uh, a monopoly on violence and technology that are going to force those areas into uh, uh, a state of you know servitude. You know what's interesting is I wonder why the countries that are resource lackluster mm. um, have a technological superiority advantage on countries that are resource uh, advantageous from just a purely standpoint of having resources where the other ones don't? Is it a situation where where maybe on a a timescale the countries that were less uh, resource advantageous had to become more hard and, (laughs) I don't know, violent – uh, in order to sustain their lot because there weren't as many resources to go around. And so they had to advance their technology in order to sustain life. I'm, I'm thinking of places specifically uh, like the cold tundras of Scandinavia and elsewhere in Northern Europe, where really not a lot of resources from a lot of different ways, just a lot of trees and a lot of ice. So you would have to have things such as uh, cold, hard steel and iron in order to cut down these trees in order to make your way. Where let's say if you land in, uh, you live in a place such as, let's say hypothetically uh, Haiti, or what would basically be the Garden of Eden, where you can literally just walk down the road, pick mangoes off a fucking tree, have a meal, and you've exerted zero energy it's easy as shit you wouldn't have to develop as many i don't know violent technologies the right way 
But you get what I'm trying to say? It's complex. Yeah, it's like the more resources you have, the more difficult it is to manage the, those complex side effects that come along with having that 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 wealth, those resources. So yeah, like um, just simply having them is fantastic uh, if you don't take any other things into account. But because we live in a world of inequality and that there are places on the globe that are much better at growing or producing certain resources than others, then those types of economies are going to be dependent on export versus the countries that are, are lacking in resources. Then their their modus, mode of, oper, uh, of operation becomes taking those resources from the resource dense areas. Makes yeah. I mean, kind of like okay. uh, like what's more difficult, uh, producing something or taking something? Hmm, taking. <laughs> yeah, like just fucking stealing it, uh, and not to say that like. <laughs> That's absolutely what's happened throughout the course of history, but in many instances, that is kind of what happened. Probably, it. It, yeah. I'm going to lay claim to this resource. It's not on my land, so I'm not going to have to deal with the impacts of its extraction. Um, and by the same token, uh, I can just claim like um, some kind of divine power in order to justify all the terrible things that I'm going to do to the inhabitants there in order to make sure that it reaches my hands. Yeah, damn. This conversation got fucking deep. Yeah, you little thid. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, this is this is something that you should take into effect when you're constantly turning over your cell phones. Right. Like, you're every yeah. two years. That's far too often. And you're indirectly funding the Congolese war. They, absolutely. Yeah. Literally. Absolutely. <laughs> are because you're creating a demand for a product that is used in its in its production, or in, you know, it's in, in its manufacturing. So absolutely, and the companies that have planned obsolescence built into their business models, I think they're even more uh, responsible for what's going on here. I mean, literally every company has planned obsolescence built into their models. Every tires, tires on your car, they they break down quicker than they have to. Yeah. Even though rubber is uh, an extremely valuable resource that we're running out of rubber trees, every the parts on your car. Everything. Yeah. It's baked into it. Mm-mm-mm. Just some are worse than others. Yeah. And at a certain point, like, of course, there, there are all kinds of uh, claims and arguments that uh, a capitalist market is ultimately going to be good. It's, uh, you know, good for uh, the growth of wealth uh, or economic stabilities. It's something that is eventually going to have to end because you eventually deplete the resources, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. This is the whole reason why capitalism is bad and it's going to lead to our fucking doom is that if we keep making decisions based on short-term profits instead of thinking of it, uh, our economy from a resource perspective, we're just going to run out of fucking shit. We need to build things to last a literal forever because the, the population on our planet is growing and the resources are not. They're going away. Yeah. And it, 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 I think it happens exponentially. You know, like the more people that you have on the planet, the more people will ultimately be produced on the planet. It's like, I mean, that's that's just how like. Uh, unless you're Japan, sexual in, reproduction, in which case your your population's dying. But if if you're what Japan, Japan, <laughs> Japan's one of the only countries in the world where their population's dying. Maybe Syria's population's dying too, but that's for other reasons. Yeah. Zing. <laughs> oh, poor Syria. Yeah. Well. Uh, I'll tell you what, there's a there's another uh, materially rich place on this earth, and that's we've discussed Australia in the past. 
Oh shit. Wait, are we gonna talk about the silver lining of all the shit we said before we talk about Australia? <laughs> I mean if you want to, you can take a stab at it. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay. So <laughs> Yeah. So the silver lining to planned obsolescence and these horrible market structures that lead to excess and lots of trash creating the world a trash planet is ooh, that ooh. Ooh, I got it. I got it. Oh, oh, thank God. I got it. You, the consumer, get what you want, at least on the most superficial level. Like, oh, my God. If you want the uh, most fantastic camera ever on your phone, if you want it to operate at blisteringly fast processing speeds, if you want the display to be made out of fucking baby tears and the case <laughs> to be made out of angel's wings, then... <laughs> So help you, you can have it. You know, you can have it at whatever cost. It might be a monetary cost up front, like a thousand dollars. It might be a cost on the uh, natural ecosystem, uh, or it might be uh, costing someone else the opportunity to have uh, a decent, uh, well-paying job. But whatever it is, you can have it because you're the consumer, and you ultimately get what you damn well want. Yep. It's all for you. It's all for you, consumers. <laughs> that was fucking beautiful. Yeah, I just, I just fucking bought a cell phone, by the way. Yeah, I mean, you did the best you could. You held it for five years, man. Proud of you. Hopefully, you'll recycle your old phone if you haven't thrown it away already. Nope, I'm gonna, I'm gonna recycle it. I, I don't know exactly where to go to do that. There are some drop boxes around. I don't know if that's the best place. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe do a little research, but I don't know. Yeah. Well, we can both do a little research and we can attach uh, some hyperlinks in the show notes because I assume a couple of you that are listening to this might also be thinking about upgrading pretty soon. And if you do, it's much better that you at least recycle rather than just tossing it in the trash and having like a, an iPhone nine, uh, landfill beside your home, you know? <laughs> yeah. Whatever that is. Uh, True. All right. So, so now, we, now we want to talk Australia. Let's. Yeah, let's talk let's Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's talk about Australia. One of our favorite places to talk. It's fantastic uh, for a variety of reasons. And this goes back to our focus episode. Yes. That true. we had with Julia not too long ago. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, um, what are you? What are you the most afraid of again, Jimmy? What's what's the thing that does it? Uh, it was spiders. Yeah, spiders, spiders was, was spider. on my, my my top five. Good old arachnophobia. Yeah. Um, a lot of people are terrified of spiders, but I don't think they're as afraid as this guy. Yeah, that's true. This Australian man uh, was found screaming at a spider, "Why don't you die?" <laughs> and uh, full-scale police response. They drive out to his house. And they find him trying to kill a spider. Now, in his defense, Australian spiders are terrifying. They're huge. Like, you can look them up real quick, do a quick Google search, you know. There are spiders that are large enough to carry mice in Australia. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're big, they're nasty, and they fucking eat other mammals. That's not good. Absolutely terrifying. That's fucking gross, dude. Yeah. So uh, let's see. What do we have here? Uh, Collar walks past the double A and heard a male screaming out, why don't you die repeatedly? <laughs> the toddler inside was screaming. 
<laughs> Caller doesn't know them, but has seen him walking a few times. Can you imagine just like walking like like it's late at night? You maybe you're walking your dog around your neighborhood, and all of a sudden you hear from a house, "Why won't you die?" Yeah. You just hear a bunch Wah! of stuff falling around. Like he's tossing like a fucking lamp at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh my god, the man's literally murdering a fucking toddler. Fucking die. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm just glad that the, the person cared enough that they actually called the police. Right? Yeah. I, yeah. That, that's nice. I, that, and I'm also glad that this wasn't the United States and the police officer didn't kill the entire family. Yeah, like runs in with a battering ram. They have yeah. like a beanbag shotgun and they just like blast a guy in the temple. Mm-hmm. Just like dents his head. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I don't know if the the beanbag shotguns actually work that way, but I feel like if you shot somebody point blank, you could probably put them down. Yeah, uh, they're called less than lethal weapons, which means sometimes they they still kill people. They they still kill. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you hit them in the right spot, you mm-hmm. know, maybe their their hearts in between beats, and you just nail them right in the chest with it, you could probably still kill them. The best. Yeah, just like this guy, except. I bet the police officer came in with his beanbag shotgun and saw that giant-ass spider that was trying to eat that baby's leg. And they were just like, Ka-poof! and he just fucking blew it away. Or the spider, like, caught the beanbag and, like, threw it back at the officer. <laughs> oh, my ex- God! That's <laughs> what I expect from Australia, to yeah. be honest. That's why I refuse to go. <laughs> Send back up! Oh, God! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, apparently in, in 2015, a similar incident occurred in Sydney when uh, police attended a house to find a quite embarrassed man throwing furniture at a spider alone. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. His same situation. Why won't you die? Just hear someone just like throwing over bookshelves and shit. Yeah. Trying to kill. That spider's probably just like, dude, it's just warm in here. Just let me let me hang out for a little bit. Like, come, come on. on. Come on, sure, be chill, bro. Be chill. My people lived here long before you did. Like, stop yeah. throwing fucking bookshelves at me. We'll be here long after. That's right. We're we're fucking perfect. We've reached the end of our evolution. <laughs> that, that's why humans are escape uh, are afraid of spiders because yeah. they're they're perfected, and we we're still working on it. But spiders are like, oh no, I've been this way for the past bajillion years. And I'm going to be this way long after you guys are gone. Yeah. Because I know how to eat mice. <laughs> and lay a thousand offspring at the same time. Fuck That's off. right. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. Ugh. Beautiful. Beautiful things. <laughs> Jesus. So, yeah, the silver lining, I think, is uh, is right in the story. The police responded. They were there in a timely manner to still see the guy in this mortal struggle with this this perfected creature. <laughs> <laughs> yep, no one was harmed. Yeah, nobody was harmed. I guess it got halfway through eating that baby. No, 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 no. Oh gosh! All so right. Good. So what's making you sad, Jimmy? You you know I, I was bragging to my girlfriend not that long ago about how I never get sick. Yeah. But this weekend, I was violently ill. I think the only way to describe it is violently. I I was I was dry heaving. That's terrible. I couldn't keep water down. Uh, I, I was going in between sweating and then like and being too hot and then being too cold and it was just 
having weird fever dreams. I think you were in a couple of them. I don't know, man. It was, it was, I was weird. The... What's that? I was in there. I think you were in some of them. Shit. Do you remember it... what I was doing? Was I like... No. Honestly, I think the only one that I kind of sort of remember is I think we were recording an episode of the podcast and we were like 30 minutes in and then I realized the recorder wasn't on. And I was like, ooh, and then I woke up. I was like, no, we'll have to recreate 30 minutes of original content and act like it's real again. This is impossible. Have we done that before? We've done it before, but on a much smaller scale. Okay. Never 30 minutes of stuff. I think maybe like five, five or six. Yeah. And that was that was stressful enough, audience. More stressful enough of like, oh, God, we got to re-say the same thing and feign excitement. Damn it. Yes. Fuck. This <laughs> is horrible. Because <laughs> I never do that. <laughs> oh, never. Not once, ever. Oh man, sorry, Jimmy. Feeling yeah. under the weather and whatnot. It's okay. I'm feeling a lot better now. I'm drinking a ginger ale, little little ginger ale, and ginger ale, a ginger ale. But oh yeah, I love me some ginger ale. It's, it's mostly sugar, but I I act like it's good for me. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think you can get away with that. It's a, a good excuse. Like I was sick, that's why I'm drinking this sugar water. Yeah. Like yeah, get get back on your feet. That sounds good. <laughs> yes. You, you'll get well soon now, you hear? <laughs> you hear? You like walk in to see like a shut-in, like somebody who's been <laughs> sick for a long time, and they're just sitting there like eating a whole cake by themselves. <laughs> and they're like, uh, oh, you, okay, you enjoy that cake. <laughs> you enjoy that cake. You get better. Anybody else, you're like, put that goddamn cake down. Put that goddamn cake down. What'd you do to deserve that cake? What, what are you doing? What are you doing? You're eating it by yourself, you fucking sick slob. Like, put it down. Piece of shit. You just like sit there and like start shoving it in their mouth, like eat it, eat the cake. <laughs> you need it. But if they're eat sick, the fucking cake. If they've been if they've been a shut in for a while, you're just like, yeah, this is what they do to get by. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> they need it. Yeah, it's like seeing that really stressed out person that you work with that is just a fucking chain smoker. Oh yeah. And, and they're just like they're trying to keep it together. They're just like fucking puffing like a train, man. Just <laughs> like okay, I get it. I get it. You know, I'll take a step back. It's justified. <laughs> they need it. They need it. That's right. Um, speaking of work, what's getting me down? Uh, I don't know if any of y'all out there have ever had this conversation with people you work with, but I was talking about what some of my coworkers were getting paid. It's never a good idea. No, no, never, no. Yeah, and, and I'm sure anybody that's ever had that conversation <clears throat> with enough people they work with, they eventually find one or two people that – they think are less qualified or don't work as hard that make more money, right? That'll happen. That's always what ends up happening um, because there's only a couple ways it can go. Like either they make the exact same amount of money as you, which I think is unlikely for the most part. Like unless you work for like a government agency in which all of that shit is posted publicly, then uh, chances are there are differing rates uh, depending on uh, on the person uh, and how the business perceives their experience and you know, the value that they're ultimately going to add to the company. Right. Yep. So, yeah, I just, I, why I did you do it, Tim? Why? I opened Pandora's box and now I know you're the one that opened it. I, I did it. Yeah. I was, I was, ta- okay. So I didn't explicitly ask. It was more like, uh, like they, they had mentioned something about how much they got paid at a previous job and how they were like taking a pay cut in order to come work for the company. I'm like, Oh, that's admirable. You know, like, 
well, you know, we, we start everybody at this rate. And then eventually after the training period, they move up to this rate. And they're like, I make this. And it was like substantially more <laughs> Damn. than, the, than the, the upper end. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? How does that? How does that happen? Wait, how'd you do that? You skipped a step. You yeah. didn't start at the first step. Yeah, that's like well, that's how it works for everybody. That's what they. That's what they told me. Everybody gets paid five dollars an hour, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. I thought that's what we all. I thought that's what we agreed to. That's why we're always complaining about like not making enough money, right? Right. Oh God. Because we're all poor together, right? Right. <laughs> Uh, no, Tim, you're the only one that makes $5 an hour. Oh, God. Or listening to, like, uh, like one of your fucking managers that, uh, that tell you, it's like, oh, yeah, it's a, it's a hard month. I'm living paycheck to paycheck. You know, something like that. You know that they don't have any, like, outstanding medical costs. You know that they're not, like, taking care of a, like, their, uh, their poor sick mother or something like that. Right. (laughs) And you're just like, why are you complaining about how much money you make? You make like twice as much as me. <laughs> yeah, it's like fuck you, dude. What did what you what did you do? What did you do with it? What are you fucking? Are you going out and like eating steak every night or something? Come on, Jesus come on, Christ. Now. ridiculous. So it could only carry me from chilies from one week to the next. Yep, I learned I learned my lesson. You know, yeah, don't dude. don't ever ask a question or start a conversation that you don't want to hear the answer end of. Yeah, because, I mean, there's only two ways that conversation can go. It's either you find out you make more, and then you can, like, I guess feel better than that person. Like, eh. I'm better than them. I make more. This is justified. Yeah. Or you're going to find out that they make more and feel like, well, why do they make more? Yeah. Why do they do so special? Why are they, why are they so special? <laughs> what, why, what aren't I doing? Yep. Cause you to question a lot of things that you really shouldn't. Uh, although, on the other side of things... It probably isn't the worker's benefit to discuss all of that information publicly. That's true. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. Unite. <laughs> yeah. Everybody should know unite. what everybody else is making. That way... You you, you, know, you know what to ask for. Yeah. You have, you have better bargaining uh, or more accurate information to do better bargaining with. So, yeah. Oh, well. So, yeah. Be forewarned. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, maybe, like, I don't know what you're going to do with this information, but you know, if you're someone that's brave enough to rip off that band aid and ask your coworkers how much they're making, maybe it's time to find a new job where some other place will appreciate you more. I don't fucking know. Yep, yep, maybe. There's always the, uh, there's always the opportunity to leave. Of course, that does come with risks. Oh, uh, for sure. I don't need to spell them out here. I feel like the majority of our listeners have had a job at some time in their life. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, don't just, like, start announcing to everybody that, fuck this place, I hate you, I'm getting a new job. But, you know, you can... Oh, yeah, never do that. Yeah, never do that. Never never burn bridges. Like, be, be as courteous and polite as you can until the very, very end. Because at the end, you're not going to have to deal with it anymore. Like, hey, maybe... They're going to be able to positively affect your future at some point once you've moved on from the place. But I guarantee you they're not going to do that if you burn the bridge beforehand. Oh, man. In Call fact, them out in their bluff. Tell them you're going to leave. See if they'll give you more money. That's right. I, I, hey, use that to your advantage. If you've already got something lined up, just be like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm thinking it might be time for me to move on. You know, got to got to add that to the bargaining chip. Yep. Got to climb that company ladder. Yeah. I, uh, I actually made the mistake of, of burning a bridge at one of my previous jobs when I was younger. Um, I uh, I was having an exit interview. Oh, it was a it was a mail-in exit interview. And uh, 
I was filling some things out on it and, and it, at a certain point, you know, like a couple of beers in, I was just like, fuck it. I'm going to just write what I feel like I need to write. And even though it had posted all over this, this, uh, this exit interview, like this information is private, will not be shared with anyone except for the human resources department, yada, yada, yada. I ended up turning it in absolutely scathing. I tore my managers apart. Like I tried to do as much damage to that place as I could. And, uh, when I, I, I went back to the store to see how some of my coworkers were doing, uh, the, the general manager at the place uh, approached me and was like, hey, like I read that exit interview <laughs> yeah. and uh, you tore us apart. Like why? And it, like, it kind of caught me off guard because I was like, I didn't expect you to see it, <laughs> which made me feel like a, a kind of a shitty person because – at that point, I was like, "Oh well, now they know that I'm I'm being scummy and I'm trying to exact my vengeance on a place that is designed to just fail." Like, I mean, it's, that's people are designed to be unhappy here, and this guy is still in it. So now he's not only having to deal with the fact that he still fucking works there, but also the fact that you know one of the workers just left and tried to blow me up, blow me up as he was going. Anyways, yeah, that's really fucked up that they they had him read it though. Like that's shitty on their end for like oh it's anonymous it's like it's like it almost seems like they just tell you that so you'll give honest feedback but then it's like just kidding yeah not anonymous i i should have i should have done something like that or something like sorry you know like i had too many beers hope it didn't negatively affect you but would have been yeah. an absolute lie and then at the same time yeah i don't know it's just really shitty that that they were like oh it's anonymous but then like it got back to him like what the fuck yeah well you know, things happen. So for everybody out there listening, uh, be aware that uh, that information is not always going to be private. Like if, if they're asking you for a, an exit interview, go with grace. Like don't 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 use it as an opportunity to try to get back at them because the damage is done. Like it's not going to get back all those hours that you spent working your ass off for meager pay. Right. It's that's not going to do anything, and chances are you're not even going to feel that good about it afterwards. I remember after sending it in, I was like, "Eh, I still feel pretty crummy about it. I still feel crummy about that place. Mm-hmm. It's not like I, it's not like I got anything out of it." So, mm-hmm. yeah, there you go. Uh, I guess that about wraps it up, though. I feel like I'm kind of going on at this point. Nah, it's good. Get that shit out. Yeah, I guess so. Okay, so where can they find us, Jimmy? What can they tell us about their bad experiences? If you if you want to uh, email us or get in contact with us, be sure to email us at cynicempowerment at gmail.com. Make sure to like us on Facebook, Cynic Empowerment. You can message us there as well. Or, uh, whew, got a burp. Thanks, Ginger <laughs> Tweet at us at cynicempowerme1 on Twitter. And we'd love to hear from you if there's a topic you like us to talk about be sure to do that if we've gotten some information wrong which we never do be sure to let us know so we can correct it on a future episode and yeah love to hear from you absolutely anything to have to do with with this information tell us about your your bad boss stories or uh tell us about the the time that you had one of those samsung whatever majiggers that blew up on a plane, you know, we want to know about those kinds of things. So (laughs) please let us know. And in a future episode, uh, we'll talk about your responses. Hell yeah. That's one of the things that we look forward to. So yeah, 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 yeah. Guess that about wraps it up. So,
everybody, you just uh, keep your head up, and we will catch you next time. Yeah, we will catch you next time. Don't don't personally fund the Congolese war. It's not worth it. Unless you think it is worth it because you're trying to acquire Coltan. And if that's the case, I suggest that you invest in the futures prior. That way, when you start obtaining it, you're able to sell it for a higher value, thus making sure that your shareholders are going to also benefit from these transactions. Fucking play in the fucking market. Damn. Yeah, you got to plan this thing out in advance before you hand a child soldier an AK, you know? Yeah, like Sometimes you need boots on the ground to get shit done. Fuck, that took a turn, shit. Little little, tiny size 7 boots. Hey, smaller the boots, better the... mm. It's cheap. Smaller the footprints. Yeah, smaller the footprint. I like that. Tattoo that on my thigh. Smaller the boots, the smaller the footprint. Yeah, I like it. Here at Mercenary Co., we're trying to have the lowest footprint <laughs> on the planet possible, hiring the most extreme child soldiers in history. <laughs> Paid for. Carbon footprint? No, time. child soldier footprint. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's Christ. that? <laughs> what's that little noise? You should put like the AT and T, like da 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 da. What is that? Oh, oh, that's good. I'll try to find it. I don't know. <laughs> Oh man, I, could we get sued for that? <laughs> we're not making money off of this. <laughs> well, not yet, we're not. Not yet, we're not. You guys help us out. <laughs> I'm, I'm working on my reputation of being a dirtbag.